2: All right, let me give you a, a quick update on some of the biggest stories. Number one, the White House is defending the Inflation Act, saying that $350 billion in spending will somehow reduce the deficit. The White House also says the inflation bill will certainly help families when we spend more money expanding Obamacare. Number two, new video has surfaced of Hunter Biden smoking crack in the shower with another person and recording it all because apparently that's what you do when you're smoking crack naked in a shower. This is new emails have come out tying the president to his son's business dealings even more with emails that are connected directly to different bad actors around the world in foreign countries. I'll have that also for you in a moment. And. Number three, and and let's just deal with this one very quickly. The White House is trying to figure out what their stance is on Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan. Now she has started her Asian trip, and there's a lot of people that are looking at her Asian trip, and they're sitting there and they're trying to decide how they play this, right? Because China said, you you, you know, hey, you land here, ho ho ho, you better get ready for for death and destruction. China has. Uh, clearly, saber rattled over the Taiwan visit and threatening things that really should never have been threatened. But why are they doing it? They're doing it because they have a president they know is weak and a president's party that they know is weak. Nancy Pelosi has be officially begun this Asia trip. And questions are still lingering over, well, will she or won't she go to Taiwan? Now, the reason why we have the questions lingering is because the Democratic Party is so weak that the most powerful country in the world uh, that they're in charge of is acting like we're one of the weakest countries. Now, before I continue on this, I got to tell you about our good friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. You know what's happening with inflation. You know what's happening with people now talking about the idea of recession. You know what's happening with supply chain issues. And you know what's been happening with your retirement account. If you are not diversified with part of your financial strategy involving precious metals, now is the time to call the people that I use and trust Legacy Precious Metals. You can get the free investor's guide on gold and silver precious metal investing and how to diversify your portfolio. We have seen that they want to raise taxes. We are seeing a skyrocketing of our national debt. And if your retirement is in only investments that are directly connected to the market, you need to take a look at legacy precious metals. Call and get the free investors guide right now from them. one 751 2218 That's 1-866-751-2218. Or online at legacy. P.M. Investments. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Now, Nancy Pelosi is a longtime critic of the Chinese Communist Party. She began her trip to Asia on Sunday, but did not confirm if she will visit Taiwan and become the highest ranking U.S. official to visit in 25 years. Why is this? Because Beijing understands that they can threaten America and there will be no repercussions. In fact, Beijing has threatened consequences if Pelosi flies to Taiwan and the Biden administration oppose the trip out of concern it will prompt some sort of military confrontation with china and further further destabilize the relationship so you're you're being held hostage by china china america just so you know that means all of us are being held hostage by china the last time a u.s official of her status visited taiwan was in 1997 who was it house speaker newt gingrich Gingrich has urged Pelosi to go despite the Biden administration's opposition, calling it timely uh, and covered by insecurity and an eagerness to appease people who aren't Americans. He says you, you, you have a woke Defense Department, which is as timid as the State Department, which is really dangerous, uh, Gingrich said, at the American First Policy Institute summit last week in D.C., A number of other Republicans are also urging Pelosi to go and not back down to Beijing, including Senator Rick Scott from Florida, who visited Taiwan this month. He said, quote, China is just a belligerent country with some wonderful people, but horrible government. And so we've got to stand up for our great ally, not just Taiwan. But when we do this, we're supporting Japan. We're sort of supporting South Korea and other allies in Asia. If we do this. Now, last week. Tammy Duckworth even said, I'm pleased to lead a congressional delegation to visit Taiwan and South Korea, two partners that are vitally important to Illinois' economy to help develop economic relations and partnerships throughout the region. Thank you for having me, as she put it out there when they were having these meetings. Now, Beijing is clearly an authoritarian regime. They claim Taiwan as its territory, despite Taiwan having its own government since Chinese nationalists fled to the island in 1945 after the Civil War. Today, Taiwan is a thriving democracy of 23 million citizens in an economy that ranks around the 20th largest in the world. Like, we're not talking about small potatoes here. This is nothing like Ukraine, for example. It considers itself a separate country, but China has vowed to reunite Taiwan under its control, including by force, because they realize how valuable Taiwan is to their power. Although the U.S. cut formal diplomatic ties with Taiwan when it normalized relations with China in 1979 as part of the one China policy, which has been disaster. Washington maintains a robust, informal diplomatic relationship with Taiwan and strongly opposed the military invasion of Taiwan by China. However, the U S has tried to maintain strategic ambiguity over the question of military intervention, where it is not clarified outright that it, that if it would defend Taiwan militarily, if China invades, and a balancing act intended to placate China, but also deter any invasion. Right now, China knows that this is probably their best chance to take Taiwan if they want it. President Joe Biden has said multiple times that the U.S. would come to Taiwan's aid militarily if China, China invades. But White House officials have immediately walked back his comments now on three different occasions, leaving it unclear who's really running the country leaving it unclear what Biden administration would actually do, leaving it unclear to everyone in the military what our actual opinion is, our position is as a nation. Under current Chinese President Xi, China has dramatically stepped up its military and diplomatic bullying of Taiwan. They've been flying record numbers of military flights around the island and peeling off Taiwan's official diplomatic allies, with promises of economic development bribery folks some experts believe that china could seek to invade taiwan as early as 2027 which could prompt a u.s military confrontation with chinese forces by the way i think it's much faster than that And the reason why i think it is is because if you're going to take taiwan or invade taiwan or attack taiwan now is the time to do it when you have a president whose own white house is undermining him when he says we'll use military power to protect taiwan in the meantime, Taiwan has doubled down on building its defense capabilities and sought to bolster its informal and formal diplomatic relations with other democratic nations, including the United States of America. Other nations in the region, such as Japan, as well as Eastern Europe, Taiwan has donated humanitarian aid to the people of Ukraine and they face, as they face an ongoing invasion from Russia. Taiwan has also highlighted its role in warning the world of COVID-19 after the virus originated from Wuhan in China, and Chinese officials tried to stop information about the disease from getting out, costing the world precious time to react and letting it spread to the U.S. and around the world. Michael Pillsbury, who's the author of The 100-Year Marathon, China's secret strategy to replace America as the global superpower, and considered the nation's leading authority on China by former President Donald Trump, said this in an email on Sunday, quote, we need a congressional review of the One China policy. It appears China is expanding the definition that not only does Taiwan belong to China, but China can dictate which U.S. government officials and members of Congress are allowed to visit Taiwan. As you recall, quite a few American officials have now been sanctioned, quote-unquote, for violating Chinese sovereignty because of their visits to Taiwan, This is not the original one China policy agreement. Pillsbury added that that one China policy quote has never actually been submitted as a document or a treaty to the U.S. Congress. And the U.S. has taken a stricter interpretation than necessary. He says, my impression is members of Congress have only a very limited understanding of what was agreed to first by Henry Kissinger, and then later by Jimmy Carter, which tells you how bad the policy actually was. We started as early as the 1970s with self-imposed restrictions. China's not playing by the same game. Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, who was the last to go to Taiwan at that high-ranking member of government, who said his trip to Taiwan came at a fraught time and was strongly opposed by Beijing. He urged Nancy Pelosi to show strength, not weakness. He scoffed at suggestions that China would try to interfere with Pelosi's trip, such as by intercepting her plane. Chinese officials have threatened to shoot it down. I'm not joking. China has threatened to shoot down the plane of Nancy Pelosi. He said, quote, well, my first suggestion is this. If the Department of Defense is not certain they can protect an American Speaker of the House in a public visit, why would we think they can protect Taiwan? Gingrich added.
0: Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast.
4: Rappaport's reality—the reality, the reality a of us—we're figuring bit. out.
3: And <laughs> if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been. Ooh, a, it would have been. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
5: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast.
9: Or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Now Gingrich said, and he's the last highest ranking member to go to Taiwan, he said, Well, my first suggestion is this that the Department of Defense is not certain that they can protect an American speaker of the House at a public visit. Why do we think we can protect Taiwan? Gingrich went on to say, Quote, and if you're the Chinese communists and you watch the total mess in Afghanistan, the total mess in Ukraine. You begin to think this administration is just begging to be bullied. And so I come in there and said we have enormous disagreements on 98 or 99% for some of these things. So on this one, I think she had her instincts right, referring to Nancy Pelosi. I hope she sticks to her guns. That is what Newt Gingrich said about Nancy Pelosi, saying her instincts to go to Taiwan are right. Now, this trip, by the way, is also the last chance Pelosi will have to visit Taiwan as Speaker of the House. Republicans are widely expected to watch and, and encourage her to do this. Because, let's be honest, if Republicans take back the House in November, which they're expected to do, there is rampant speculation that Pelosi, who was 82, will retire at the end of her current term. This trip would cement her legacy as Speaker who was not afraid to offend China, quote-unquote. And Pelosi loves that appearance. According to Pelosi's office, she will be visiting Singapore, Malaysia, South Korea and Japan on her trip. Traveling with her are five Democrats, although she had invited House Foreign Affairs Committee ranking member Michael McCall, a Republican from Texas who declined to go. Quote, today, our congressional delegation travels to the Indo-Pacific to reaffirm America's strong and unshakable commitment to our allies and friends in the region, Pelosi said in her statement. But the reality is they understand that we are weak. John Kirby at the White House this morning, he said there's no reason for this type of rhetoric from China. Well, there is if you're China. The reason for the rhetoric, if you're China, is that you realize you can bully the President of the United States of America and an entire country and the State Department and the DOD. Listen. And Mr. Putin's
5: war is caused.
0: I want to ask you, we've just learned from Taiwanese and U.S. sources that Speaker Pelosi is indeed going to visit Taiwan here in the coming days as part of her Asia trip. Uh, Has the White House talked to her about this directly and has the White House heard of any specific threats from China when it comes to this visit,
2: by, by the way, I love the the stupid question from CNN. Has has the White House heard of any direct threats to, to to Nancy Pelosi visiting Taiwan? Okay, the answer is you moron, Brianna Keeler at CNN. Yes, in a banned tweet, a top state media commentator said China would forcibly dispel Pelosi's plane and shooting it it down if it flies to Taiwan. A leading individual for the Chinese government warned that China's military could attack the plane carrying House Speaker Nancy Pelosi if it's escorted by U.S. fighter planes on a much speculated stopover in Taiwan or upcoming visit to Asia. And this now banned tweet, by the way, a commentator with a Chinese state on Global Times wrote if, and I'm I'm quoting it exactly if U.S. fighter jets escort Pelosi's plane into Taiwan, it is an invasion. The People's Liberation Army has the right to forcibly dispel Pelosi's plane and the U.S. fighter jets, including firing warning shots and making tactical movement of uh, obstruction. If ineffective, the tweet continues, then shooting them down, he added. This is coming again this morning from the New York Post. The Guardian, by the way, dubbed this China, China's role king, Hu as its most famous propagandist in a 2021 profile. I mean, this is the guy that puts out the stuff for the media for the Chinese Communist government, right? He was formerly the editor-in-chief and party secretary of the Global Times, where he helped establish a chest-thumping new tone for China on the world stage. So you have that threat coming from the top-level propagandist in the Chinese Communist Party, and then CNN doesn't even mention that threat when they're asking a question about, do you have any threats? Like... Why not ask the damn question about the the, the, the tweet that's coming out directly from the Chinese Communist Party? Because they're hacks at CNN. That's what they are. And they don't want to actually offend anybody, right? So we're not going to put this out there. We'll just ask you in general, hey, are you worried about this? Like, are you worried that there could be a threat? Listen. Well, the
5: speaker will talk to her to her travel. We'll let her her and her staff uh, uh, speak to this trip that she's on. Uh, We absolutely have before she left, as you know. Uh, communicated with her and her team uh, about the context, uh, geopolitical context, the the facts, our analysis uh, of what was uh, going on in the region at at, at every stop on this trip, as we always do. Uh, I'm not going to talk about security requirements, but clearly uh, we want to make sure that when she travels overseas, she can do so safely and securely, and we're going to make sure of that. Uh, There's no reason for the Chinese rhetoric there's no reason for uh, any actions to be taken it is not uncommon for uh, congressional leaders to travel to Taiwan it is very much in keeping with our policy and consistent with our support to Taiwan under the Taiwan Relations Act Uh, we're not we shouldn't be as a country we shouldn't be intimidated by by that rhetoric uh, or or those potential actions this is an important trip for the speaker to be on and we're gonna do whatever we can to to her.
2: that's a lie you're, you're not doing everything you can to support her because you're the ones that said that she shouldn't go at the White House, right? You're the ones that said uh, and told her not to go to Taiwan because you guys were afraid that it might incite China to do something militarily. So so don't tell us that you're going to support any, you know, her on this trip and you're supporting her on this trip when you're clearly not when you're the ones that told her do not go to Taiwan. Now, I, I go with Gingrich here. She should go to Taiwan. And she should make it clear that America is not going to be bullied by China. That's something that should be said over and over again. We should never be bullied by China. And this idea that China is, is saber rattling over Taiwan, right? Saying, well, don't even think about it. And if you do, there will be hell to pay. I'm sorry. You should show up. You should confirm this trip and you should boldly go to visit Taiwan. Hell, you should stay there an extra day just to just to prove to them that the Chinese that we're not screwing around. I will say there's one part of this that does connect to Hunter and Joe Biden. And that is we just sold oil to China, to this Chinese energy company that they have a vested stake in financial stake. We just took our uh, strategic petroleum reserves and sent a million barrels directly to a company that Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family, James Biden, and the big guy, Joe Biden, have a vested interest in. We also know that there's a very good chance that China has a significant amount of blackmail material on Joe Biden through his son, Hunter Biden. And my guess is the reason why the White House told Nancy Pelosi not to go early on is probably because they are compromised. It's the only reason that makes logical sense. And there's a reason, by the way, why Nancy Pelosi basically told the White House, screw off. One, she knows what you and I know, that he's totally incompetent. He's a useful idiot that no longer is useful. And she's going to do this for her legacy. It may be the wrong reasons, but I don't care. Go anyway. I think she's doing this for the wrong reasons. That's probably a better way of putting it. right? I think she's doing this trip for, for actually just one reason. So that she can say I stood up to the Chinese Communist Party before I retired because she's going to lose a speakership and she's going to say I'm out. That's my gut here. I want to move on to the second subject that I mentioned earlier, and that is there are more whistleblowers now coming out saying that the FBI is covering for Joe and Hunter Biden. Now, this cover for Joe and Hunter Biden apparently dates back to. The Barack Obama years. And the question I have is a a question now that has to be answered. What did Barack Obama know and when did Barack Obama know it? We know that those people that signed their name to that letter, the 50 top intelligence officials, quote unquote, uh, that said that the story on the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation right before the election to discredit it. They knew that they were lying to the American people because many of them knew what Hunter Biden was doing while they were in charge of the government when they were working under President Barack Obama. So, again, the question is, what did they know and when did they know it about the illegal criminal activities of the Biden crime family? Senator Johnson came out this weekend and really started to talk more about these whistleblowers have come forward, saying that it's very clear that these whistleblowers Uh, are angry and he came out with a brutal warning to the Biden crime family after they've been caught in this massive corruption operation I want you to hear part of what he had to say the story of Hunter Biden and that story was suppressed we know uh, by social media against the New York Post well now the New York Post has another uh, data point and you followed this as close as anybody here's a portion of what they've now learned in looking at the laptop Hunter Biden often would huddle with his dad in the days or even minutes after high profile meetings between February 15th and 18th, 2012. Hunter Biden was wined and dined by billionaire oligarchs in Moscow, including one now wanted for murder. Four days after his return, Hunter Biden met with Vice President Biden again at the Naval Observatory. It goes on with example after example. Uh,
5: Yet Joe Biden continues to say he knew nothing, Senator.
1: Well, the media continues to cover up for him. Uh, Senator Grassley and I, we tried to warn Americans, that we issued our report in September of 2020 to show the vast web of foreign financial entanglements, the corruption of Biden, Inc. But the mainstream media not only ignored it, they accused us of uh, soliciting to Russian disinformation. And of course, we had 50 intelligence officials uh, also pr- perform their own intelligence or their information operation. As they said, that that's uh, the hunter uh, laptop uh, was basically a Russian information operation. So this has been covered up, but it shows the complicity and corruption of not only the news media, but certain elements within our federal law enforcement and our federal agencies. This is a huge scandal, but the, the mainstream media is covering up and we know now conclusively, because the, the laptop is such a treasure trove of information that President Biden was lying to us as a candidate. He continues to lie, the mainstream media cover up for him. If Republicans take back control of the House, I think Hunter Biden should be expecting a subpoena. So more information to come in this episode.
2: Senator Johnson there, by the way, warning. And this is exactly what others have now been to- telling me. Um, the FBI director, Christopher way- Ray, they're in for a rude wake up call over the Hunter Biden investigation. How do we know this? Author of the laptop from hell, Miranda Devine, put it this way in her newest op ed that she put out, saying, quote, FBI director Christopher Wray always seems a little too pleased with himself. But on Thursday, the smirk may be wiped off his pretty face when Republican members of the House Oversight Committee start grilling him on the mounting evidence that something is very rotten inside the agency that he runs, the FBI. At the top of the list is the curious question of why the FBI apparently did nothing with Hunter Biden's laptop, which was handed to two agents back on December the 9th. And think about this, 2019. John Paul Mac Isaac, the alarmed owner of the computer repair shop near the Biden family home in Greenville, Delaware, where Hunter had dropped off his MacBook eight months earlier, is the one that gave this to the FBI. Among other potential crimes to be found on the abandoned laptop, you would expect the FBI would have been interested, right? Not just on the national security grounds, but also clearly the incriminating evidence of a corrupt foreign influence peddling scheme run by the Biden family throughout Joe Biden's vice presidency, which goes back to the question I said a moment ago. What did Barack Obama know and when did he know it? equally curious is why the FBI's the FBI apparently did nothing with another voluminous trove of cooperating material given to them in October of 2020 that information was given by Hunter's former business partner navy veteran Tony Bobulinski He gave them emails and other documents that replicate those on Hunter Biden's laptop that clearly would help verify everything was authentic. Tony Bobulinski has said he was interviewed by several for several hours by FBI agents as part of an investigation to Hunter after he held a bombshell press conference on October the 22nd, 2020, alleging that then Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden had lied when he claimed to have no involvement and Hunter's foreign business deals. Bobulinski also said that Joe Biden, quote, was the big guy, referenced to by Hunter's partners in encrypted messages and intercepted voice messages. According to one email, the big guy was slated to receive a 10% stake in Hunter and his uncle Jim Biden's lucrative joint venture with a Chinese energy company owned by the Communist Party, Cefe. We know the FBI was surveilling Hunter on October the 23rd, 2018 because agents showed up to the Biden family's local high-end grocery store in Greenville at the same time as a Delaware state police arrived to investigate a strange incident in which his sister-in-law turned lover, Hallie Biden, had thrown his new gun into a trash can only to find it missing when Hunter instructed her to retrieve it. We know the FBI was surveilling him. We also know that the FBI was wiretapping Hunter Biden's partners. And this is new information, so pay attention. The FBI was wiretapping Hunter Biden's partners of the Chinese firm CEFE, which was a front for the Chinese military intelligence. So agents would have picked up some, if not all, of the conversations that the VP's son had with the Chinese CEFE company between 2015 and 2018. When the CEFE chairman and the director and the associate, Patrick Ho, the Chinese spy who was given him millions of dollars, was involved in this deal. Now, to be clear, you have a Chinese spy who's giving millions of dollars to Hunter Biden. Millions. Giving 10% to the big guy. Having all these conversations with these top-level corrupt people from China. If you want to know why the White House said that Nancy Pelosi shouldn't go to Taiwan, this is probably why. Because there's no telling what the Chinese have on Joe Hunter and James Biden. We now know that the FBI's surveillance of that Chinese ho, Right. Spy Ho name is Ho was revealed during his bribery trial after he was arrested at the JFK airport on November the 18th, 2017. In fact, in a voice memo on Hunter Biden's laptop, Hunter described Ho, who paid him one million dollars as a legal retainer, in his own words, as a spy chief of China, which intelligence experts say is quote an exaggeration okay you get to decide on that one
0: more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia
2: he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny.
4: Rappaport's reality, the reality a of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out.
3: And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. It, it would have been, Ooh, a, would have been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a a left turn.
4: Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And
3: me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
5: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast.
9: Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The FBI's surveillance on one of the top spy chiefs who gave millions of dollars to the Biden crime family is also a huge problem now for Joe Biden. We know that at least one of the witnesses in the trial... Right back when all of this was going on and the grand jury in Delaware heard testimony from several of his former business partners. I'm talking about Hunter Biden's former business partners. And and we know that at least one of those witnesses was asked, who's the big guy? Suggesting that the investigation of Hunter Biden clearly may involve his father. So why in the face of all this evidence has the FBI done nothing? At least to show that they're looking at what may have actually happened, right? To look into the present, how compromised it is when it comes to China. That's why Senator Chuck Grassley, Republican from Iowa, says whistleblowers have come forward with allegations that the FBI was covering up the Hunter Biden information the entire time. Quote, there was a scheme in place among certain FBI officials to undermine derogatory information connected to Hunter Biden by falsely suggesting it was disinformation. Grassley has come forward and sound the alarm saying that the FBI was investigating Hunter's criminal finances, financial and related activities in 2020. And it may have a potential counterintelligence component to all of it. Now, not only did Grassley lay out the allegations last week in this letter to the Attorney General Merrick Garland, but in August of 2020, we now know that the FBI supervisory intelligence analyst, Brian Autumn, quote, opened an assessment which was used by a a FBI headquarters team to improperly discredit negative Hunter Biden information as disinformation and cause the investigation activity to immediately cease. Based on allegations, by the way, that were verified and verifiable derogatory information all related to Hunter Joe and, and James Biden was falsely labeled on purpose by the FBI as disinformation so the investigation would cease to exist. Joe Biden's the big guy, folks. Auden, who is a veteran intelligence analyst, was central, by the way, to the FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation. In fact, in July 2016, on the phony steel dossier Uh, quote, P tape cooked up by Hillary Clinton's campaign to smear then candidate Donald Trump as a Russian agent, Grassley's went on to say, you know what? These whistleblowers are also accusing the Washington field office and the assistant special agent in charge, Timothy Thibault, of falsely portraying as disinformation evidence acquired from multiple sources that provided the FBI derogatory information related to Hunter Biden's Financial and foreign business activities, even though some of that information already been or could have been verified easily by the FBI. In fact, they were the ones to verify it because they already had all the other information needed to verify it. So the question now is, are these all the people that were involved in handling of Hunter's laptop and Bobulinski's information to verify what was on the laptop was a real and authentic Was Hunter James Biden, or indeed Joe Biden, the President of the United States of America, ever given a defensive briefing from the FBI to warn them that the Chinese Communist government clearly had them compromised? That CEFE was a front, literally, for Chinese intelligence gathering? If no defensive briefing, by the way, was given, says a seasoned former intelligence official, that could indicate the FBI's... Counterintelligence was already investigating one or more of the Bidens and didn't want to tip them off. So why did they stop? There's also another theory, and that's this. Hunter Biden, despite being a degenerate crack addict at the time, may have become, quote, an informal FBI source during the Biden vice presidency. Because of his extraordinary access, thanks to his father's influence to the Russian oligarchs and Vladimir Putin's inner sanction circle, and to top Communist Party officials in China, maybe they said, "Hey, we'll get info out of you." Quote: The hope was that Chris Ray would move away from the politicization at the FBI. That's what John Ratcliffe, the former director of the National Intelligence, said this week. He said, "But this whistleblower complaint very clearly." On his watch says these FBI agents were attempting to influence the outcome of the 2020 election by suppressing derogatory information about Hunter Biden and potentially Joe Biden. People need to understand that when we talk about our intelligence authorities, it is the FBI that is the primary domestic authority to investigate and leading to the prosecution of election influence and election interference. It's really a problem when the agency that's responsible for investigating those things is engaged in those things. Translation, the FBI was in on it too, folks. At the highest levels, including the FBI director. Donald Trump was right all along about all of this. And the swamp, and the corruption, and the deep state, and the spying on his campaign, he was right about every bit of it. Never forget that. All right. Lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow. See you back here tomorrow.